Okay, guys, I know y'all tuned into another episode today of Hot Takes with TP3. Before we get things started, um, we got a quick word from our sponsors. The first sponsor of today's episode is Prize Picks. I don't know if y'all are familiar or not with Prize Picks platform and how it works. If you download the app and you use promo code TP3BETS, you will receive a 100% instant match deposit of up to $100. So you deposit $100, you get $100 back. Let's say you deposit $50, you get $50 back, and so on and so forth. Um, how it works, guys, you pick two to six players, and if they'll go over or under their projections, more or less, um, you get up to 25% or 25 times your money on that. Let's say tonight you want to pick Luka Doncic to go over 28.5 points, LeBron over 7.5 rebounds, Dalvin Cook over 86.5 rush yards, and let's say you want to go with Jameis Winston under 205 pass yards, something or other like that, guys. It offers a ton of sports. That means you can have NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football. The list goes on, on, and on. They even have tennis, NASCAR, Anything you could possibly want, it is on there. I promise, guys. Prize Picks is available in your state. Download the app to check and make sure it's in your state. Once again, use code TP3BETS. It takes about 60 seconds to pick everything and deposit. It's easy withdraw, easy deposit. Once again, use code TP3BETS if you want to sign up for Prize Picks. Okay, guys, second sponsor of the show we have is SoBet. That's SoBet.io. The link is in my bio on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at TP3Bets. But y'all don't even know what SoBet is yet, man. It is the best value in sports betting. There's over 38 other handicappers on there like myself. It's $10 a month, and you get all those bets. Let's say you don't want to tail me. You can tail somebody else on the website. Everybody over there is winning. Everyone's putting in great work. You get every single bet explained like me and Ben break down for you guys on these podcasts. Might as well go ahead and do it for only $10 a month. Might as well sign up, try a month, say you don't like it. It's all good, guys. But yeah, so bet. Go over there, get at them. How's it going today, guys? We're back here live in the studio for the episode of Hot Takes with TP3. Once again, I'm your host, TP3 Bets, coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, on Thursday, November 9th, 2023. As always, I am joined by Ben Gorwitz. Ben, how are we doing today, my man? We're good. Bama's off a uh, a fresh victory over the LSU Tigers, and it feels real nice to beat them. Yeah, I will say, Ben, I've bet against your team now twice on this podcast, and I am 0 for 2. Um, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm probably going to do the opposite this week. We'll get to that, though, in a few minutes. Um, I will say, though, Ben, that defense is legit, man. Milrow keeps getting better every single week. He finally unleashed his dual threat ability, so feeling pretty good about it. What were you going to say? Yeah, I got I got a stat to back that up. Um, saw this on Twitter. Figured you would like this. Okay. Uh, so Alabama's given up a grand total of 13 second-half points in wins over LSU, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and A&M. Wow, I mean that's two of the best off- offenses in college football, and Ole Miss and LSU. Y'all completely stifled in the second half. I will say, might have been a little bit of a uh, of a questionable hit by Dallas Turner, but that's a topic for another day. The through nine games, the Alabama defense has played the number one ranked offense, the number twelve the, at the time they played. Yeah, number one ranked offense, number twelve offense, number thirteen offense, number eighteen offense, and number twenty one offense. They've given up nineteen points per game in those contests. Damn, I feel even better than about my pick. I'm going to give you all in a few minutes. I know we've teased it enough. Before we get into it, Ben, can you recap how the boys did last week? I can. Two and two for me in college football. Uh, five, two, and one uh, from you. Um, that push was uh, – who did you push last week? I think it was a brutal – was it 
I feel like it was a brutal push for you, but now I can't remember who it was. Yeah, it was. I can't remember who it was either, honestly. It was oh, Ole Miss, of course. Fuckers, dude. Um, and then in the NFL, I went three and zero in the NFL, and uh, you went two and two. So podcast totals fifty forty two and three in college football, twenty nine twenty four and one in the NFL. Ben, this is why we're a good duo, man. You carried me in NFL, and I've been done pretty. I mean, you've done solid too in college football, but I started yeah. better than the last four weeks. Yeah, I can't lie, guys. It's been a complete shit show for me in NFL, but I've been murdering every other sport except for NFL. And last year, as y'all remember, I was a beast in NFL. So it's just been a weird season altogether. Like, I mean, I feel I feel like the Cowboys was a horrible, horrible beat to be on because I mean they should have definitely covered that game. And then the other just absolutely just miserable beat I was on was the freaking Texans. I mean, good grief. I'm still mad about that one. Um, anyway, though. Enough complaining about about the NFL. Let's get into this college football slate. Ben, I'll let you start us off. As always, what game are you going to? I got a new. I got one noon game for the week. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go to the Jayhawks, Kansas Jayhawks. If it stays at three and a half, I'll probably buy the point to three. I know that you don't typically believe in in doing that, but I, I'll do it. Uh, so Kansas minus three is going to be the play. I I just I think in past years this would be. Really, Kansas has only been like good for one year, but I think yeah, in in past like I think when the team is just when you when you think a team is good but not great, I think this is like a sleepy spot for them coming back home. The last time they played at home, they obviously rushed the field with the victory over Oklahoma, um, and then they got a win at Iowa State last week. I just think Kansas is gonna roll in this game. I really do. I, I don't think Texas Tech with a with a very injured offense. I believe they're on their third quarterback of the season yep. right now. Um, I don't think they can keep it close when it's at Kansas. I, I'm going to buy it three, but Kansas minus three is going to be my play. I, I don't hate the over, but I'm not going to go over 62. Yeah, I actually have Kansas circled on my sheet. I don't know if I'll end up getting there with you. The one thing that does scare me is a running back. It's something Brooks. I can't remember his first name or not. Texas Tech. He's top five in the nation in rush yards. He's a freaking beast. Kansas does struggle against the run, but I agree with you, though. I think Kansas' offense will be too much for them, and at some point, Texas Tech is going to have to throw the football, and that's when they're going to turn it over. Like you said, man, this Kansas team is different than Kansas teams in years past. Them versus Kansas State's gonna be a hell of a game next week, is all I gotta say. And the um, coach publicly said he's not he the only interview he's doing today was the one he was doing at the time. People were speculating the Michigan State job. Interesting. I wouldn't leave Kansas for Michigan State. I mean, there might there's probably more money at Michigan State, but dude, that do you really want to go there and build right that program up? I don't know about all that, man. Um, for me. I'm going to, this is my only play at the noon window, actually. There's a couple I thought about. Kansas was one of them I was really close on, but Ben, don't overthink it. Give me Alabama minus 10 and a half. I get it. The Sharps are on Kentucky, Alabama off a huge win against a rival here. I don't think it matters. Kentucky does not have what it takes to win this game. Kentucky has gotten absolutely smashed when they played good teams. The entire game against Tennessee as well, they were playing catch up the entire time. Um, Georgia completely carved them up they've beaten absolutely nobody i think their secondary will continue to get shredded we watched missouri shred them georgia shred them tennessee shred them i think that jalen milrow will shred them as well i know i just said shred like 50 times but i think they're going to throw the ball all over them in this game jalen milrow will destroy them with his legs as well i've watched a lot of alabama football ben and the one weakness i've seen in you guys is against running quarterbacks jalen milrow or joe milton and Jaden Daniels gave y'all nightmares with their legs. Quinn Ewers honestly didn't as much, but that was just a weird start to the season altogether. 
Devin Leary is not a mobile quarterback. I don't see him presenting any time of trouble. Alabama is one of the best pass units in all of college football. They can get after the quarterback. I see a 38 to 10 blowout written all over it. Give me the tide to roll right on through Kentucky in this game. Yeah. Running backs, if you just look at the box scores, have not had a ton of success on Alabama this year. I think think the best game was like 65 yards, 61 yards, maybe 71, but like they're not that close to 100. So they really have shut down running backs this year. Um, I'm going to go to 3 o'clock my next game. Okay. I'm going to take a rival of Kansas. I'm going to take Kansas State Wildcats. Um. I don't typically love teams off of a hard-fought loss. Missouri would also be this case. Um, Both teams are returning home, Kansas State, Missouri. But this Baylor team, I mean, I took the under on them last week, I think it was, and they're bad. They really struggle to move the football at times. I think Kansas State with their coach, I think this is a great bounce-back spot to just pounce on an inferior opponent. It's a three-touchdown spread, and I'm going to lay that number. Give me minus 21. I think it's a pretty good pick. I also search, circled this one, too, on my sheet. I think they're just going to ground and pound all over him. Baylor's garbage. Give me a break, Baylor. Um, real quick, I actually didn't bet on on. I'll consider them my Missouri Tigers since I've been all over them this season. I stayed away from that game. I really wanted to fire on them as home dogs, but Luther Burden, his status being up in the air. And like you said, Ben, when you think about it. And three defenders got I hurt mean, they uh, against beat- Georgia. Yeah, exactly. And they beat Georgia in EPA per play last week. They just had that unfortunate interception. I mean, Missouri is a great football team. I really like I really want to bet them, but it's taking all the self-control that I have not to pull the trigger on them. I can't do it. I just can't do it here. And plus, Tennessee's got a look ahead spot against Georgia. It's going to be a great game to watch. So I can't wait to watch that one. I'm going to go to the two o'clock window here. Weird start time. And no, this is not me going with Conference USA yet. I'll go to my Conference USA here in a minute. Give me Arizona minus 10. Ben, this is the best three-loss team in all of college football. It's between them and LSU. I really, like, this is a kind of a dumb thing to say, but I think if Arizona and the stage they're in at this point in the season, if they could replay USC, Washington, and Mississippi State, I think they would beat all of them personally. This team is damn good. Jed Fish is one of the best coaches that nobody talks about in college football. This guy will be coaching in the SEC either this year or next year. Um, on top of that, Noah Fafia, freshman quarterbacks, won Pac-12 freshman of the week, five out of the last six times. Why not make it a why not make it a sixth time here, Ben? Um, he's been balling out. Colorado is one of the worst defenses in college football, and Shadur Sanders had to get an injection to finish last game. I don't think he's finishing this game against this Arizona defense. Arizona's eight and one against the spread. They're also 29th in total EPA and their top 20 in defensive EPA. I think they come in here and absolutely blow the doors off Colorado in this game. The back door will not be open for Colorado this time. Arizona minus 10. I think they should be more like more like minus 17 if they got the respect they actually deserve. Uh, where is that game? In Tucson? No, it's in Colorado. I think there's a little bit of rumor out there. Shador may be out. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. I think I heard that he had to get that injection. I don't know why he would play in this game. He's going to be a top top four quarterback drafted first round pick, or even if he comes back, he'll be the first overall pick probably the following year. I don't know why he would play in this game, to be honest with you. They're not going bowling. They have no chance in this game. I'm going to your team next. I'm going to go Miami at Florida State. I'm going to go over 51. I think it was 50. I think it's now up to 51. Okay. Um. I, I was about to place it at 50, then I just decided to wait for the show, and now it's 51. I still, I mean, I'm still going to take it at 51. Last week, Florida State's offense got a little bit of um, negative 
I guess, connotation. There's a lot of like negative talk about Florida State. Yep. Um, they didn't have Keon Coleman, they didn't have Johnny Wilson, and they didn't have uh who's the other one that was out? I can't remember his name, but it's there was third a third receiver. guy. Yeah. yeah, there was a third guy that was out. I'm I haven't heard anything that that who's is anyone out for this game that I haven't seen? No, and Johnny Wilson's been practicing. Everybody's been practicing. That's right. I was gonna say I looked it up like an hour ago. It I didn't see anyone's name on like an injury report or questionable. So yeah, I think FSU is gonna put up a lot of points. You talk about all the time about how Norvell loves being able to smack rivals across the face any chance that they get. Yep. Miami, I, I mean, I think Miami will be able to score in Florida State, but I don't think it's going to be a ton. Like, I, I don't think we're looking mm-hmm. at 30 something points for Miami by any means, but I think Florida State pounds this team. I think Norvell keeps his foot on the gas the entire time, and I'm going to take over 51. Ben, you're making me really want to take it because I was really close on taking the over, but I'm going to stay in the same game and I'm just going to take the Knowles minus the 14 points here. I pretty much every single point you said, I completely echo here. I actually have heard that Tyler Van Dyke's pretty beat up and might not actually start this game. So we'll see if he actually does play quarterback or not. I don't think it matters. I'm thinking a 42-17 FSU win. I think Miami might be able to hang around in the first half. This FSU offense is sixth in offensive EPA right now. Like you said, they rested all their starters. They're going to be ready to come out here focused. Norvell takes this shit personally. He lost 52-10 to 10 in his first career game coaching against Miami. He blew the doors off of them last year. I think he's going to do the same thing here and remind them that they run this state. He will absolutely run the score up in this game. Um, Tyler Van Dyke might not play in this game, and I think this game is going to go exactly how last year's game did, where Florida State just gives them the beat down from start to finish. Give me Florida State early and often minus the 14 in this game. I'm going to game day. I think you also have a pick on college game day this week. Ole Miss at Georgia. I'm going to take the over 58 and a half. I, I, I think Ole Miss is is going to come out firing in this game. Um, I don't. I think here's what I think. I I think whether there's rumors Brock Bowers is going to play. I, that would be crazy if he comes back. Insane, already. dude. Um, I think it's around the same time that Tua came back from his injury and. I mean, Tua played at LSU, which was like a must-win game. I, Georgia should be able to beat Ole Miss without Brock Bowers, but I, I think if if Ole Miss can can give Jackson Dart some time, I think he can make a lot of plays in this game. Uh, Trey Harris, the Ole Miss receiver, has been dominating college football these last couple of weeks. He's on a roll right now. They still have Quinshawn Junkins. I know it's hard to run the ball against Georgia, but they've got to find the ball, find ways to get Junkins the ball. Yeah. Um, He's just that good. You got to get the ball in the best player's hands. I think Jackson Dart will turn the ball over in this game. It's what he does against uh, the top defenses that he typically plays is is turnovers. But that only helps the over. You're going to Georgia short field, and I'm they're scoring. Uh, they don't need much help offensively. Their offense has been fine without Powers. Been good. And uh, I mean, you talk about it all the time about how impressed that you've been with. Um, uh, what's his name? Why am I blanking on Carson Beck? Carson Beck. Oh my God. And, and you know what? Georgia's not running the ball as we're accustomed to seeing them being yeah. able to run the ball. I think beating the rebels through the air is, is something you absolutely can do. I think Georgia will do. And I, I trust Jackson Dart to put up some points in this game. So give me the over 50 and a half. Ben, last week I was on here shitting on how Texas or on how Ole Miss, no, Texas A&M hadn't hit any pass explosives 
in the last two weeks or last three weeks that they've done nothing on the ground at Ole Miss or Texas and moved the ball on Ole Miss at will. I agree with you on this one. The only reason why I haven't played it yet is because there's supposed to be weather. So I'm going to wait for the sharp steam because there, there's just been insane weather steam this year on football. I'm going to let them try to steam this number down. Worst case, I don't think the number is going any higher. I'm going to wait a little bit longer before I hop in, but I'm 100% playing this with you. Ole Miss, it's a lot of explosives in the past game. I think this game is going to be definitely be high scoring. I want to take Georgia to cover. I'm just a little worried that Lane might, might kick in the back door. We know he knows what the spread is. So Lane doubles against him. He might just try down to get embarrassed and get out of dodge in this game um i've got another one and you know ben we've gone long enough without me bringing up a ridiculous play going to conference usa going to my favorite player in college football he got it done for me last week he gets it done for me every time i bet on him why would i not bet on him again gets my old conference usa team that i'm throwing in the trash now Give me New Mexico State and Diego Pavia plus four and a half against Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky has been absolutely awful so far this season. Their entire defense is injured. Their best defensive player, Donut Evans, out for the season now. Um, their offense is only hitting explosives. They're not hitting any kind of methodical drives or moving the ball up and down the field, really. Um, their defense is just extremely beat up, and they're awful versus the run. New Mexico State will grind this out on the ground. Like I said last week, they have a top 15 team by Rush EPA. New Mexico State's going to grind this game out on the ground and win this game outright. Diego Pavia, he's not even like a good quarterback. He's just a good Conference USA college quarterback, and he's built for games like this. Give me Pavia and the boys to get it done. He is. I mean, that name in your brain will will live forever. <laughs> Dude, we got to get him on the show one day. <laughs> I'm going last pick. Um, so Saturday is Veterans Day. Very important holiday, obviously. Um, so looked at Army's game, didn't want to touch anything. Looked at Navy's game, didn't want to touch anything. But hold on. Air Force plays. 11 o'clock in Hawaii. I'm on it. Give me Air Force minus 19. Listen, there's one stat, one stat you need to know. Okay. Air Force on offense, rushing yards, first in the country. Defense for Hawaii, rushing yards, 110th in the country. Give me the eye test game of the week. Give me Air Force, the Falcons. Thank you for your service. Minus 19. I think it's a great bounce back spot. By the way, I just want to say this. If you're not betting on service academies, one, or do go, games to go under, one, you probably shouldn't bet on college football. And number two, that was the greatest live betting game of all time. I had the under at 42 and a half. I had it at 45 and a half, 49 and a half. And I think I took it again. And I took the second half under two in that game. I was one of, that was one of my biggest winners I've had in such a long time. I know it started as a one unit bet, but I just kept hammering the under live. What a, what a game, honestly. I can't believe they lost like that. Air Force is definitely due to bounce back. Um, Last bet, bet, though, for me on here, I will say, though, Ben, I will be up with you. I just added this bet later, so I didn't have time to actually write out the uh, play on it on one of my uh, on my uh, late night special on Iowa State minus eight. But um, give me Washington minus nine and a half is my last podcast pick. Utah on the road is awful and Utah at home is where we want to bet on them. This is Utah on the road here. 
Utah lacks the offense to hang around in this game. Utah is 114th in offensive EPA while Washington is fourth. I know Washington is a terrible run defense. I know their defense isn't that great, but Utah is 119th in finishing drives, and they're 111th in red zone efficiency. I just don't see how Utah is going to keep up in this game. At some point, they're going to have to throw the ball, and they're going to have to force it downfield. Bryson Barnes is not built for a shootout with Michael Penix. Give me Utah to blow the doors off of them. I think Utah needs some style points, too. Everybody's trying to talk up Oregon, who has one win over a team over 500. What's going to make Utah look good coming out and housing the same team that they beat? What was the number you got? Nine and a half? Yeah, nine and a half. I think it should be more like 19 and a half. That was my five in college. Yeah, that's my five as well right there, guys. Let's go to the NFL portion of things. Ben, where do you want to take us for NFL? Just ugly game. Um, Packers at Steelers. Give me the under 39. These these teams, I mean, Packers really struggled against the Rams last week. They almost lost to Brett Rippon. I mean, at times, I thought Brett Rippon was going to win that game. And I, I just don't have any faith. Let me. Let me rephrase that. I don't have any love for Jordan Love right now. Kenny Pickett, I don't understand the Steelers' offense. Like, I feel like they're good. I feel like Najee plus Jalen Warren is a really solid backfield. I feel like Kenny Pickett makes plays sometimes where it looks like he can really play in this league, and then other times, I don't know what he's doing. Um, I told you I'm going to trust the Steelers' defense until I can't trust them. I still feel like I can trust them. Give me under 39 in this gross game. Yeah, I think he'll probably hit the under in that game. I will say I'm on Packers plus three and a half, but I didn't have time to write that one up. I'm actually going to go with a total two in the NFL, Ben. I don't play a lot of totals, but since I've been struggling in the NFL, I tried to rethink my strategy here. And this one really stuck out to me when I saw the matchup. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers facing the Tennessee Titans. The total in this game is at 39. And no, I'm not taking the under. Give me the over in this game. This is my most confident pick of the entire week in the NFL. Tampa Bay is giving up six, 68% completion percentage to opposing quarterbacks right now. They're giving up the second most pass yards per game, and the Titans currently rank 26th versus the pass, while Tampa Bay is 31st. Baker is the third highest pass EPA when he's under pressure in the NFL right now. It's only, I think, Mahomes and Tua are higher than him, or Burrow, one of those, two of those three are. And then both these teams are ranked in the bottom 10 in pass coverage, and they're both ranked in the bottom 10 in pressure rate. These defenses are dog shit. Neither of these, I mean, the Titans have a decent run defense or run offense. The Bucs can't run the ball to save their life. It's just going to be Baker to Mike Evans to Chris Godwin to Kate Otten. If you have Bucs wide receivers, oh, put them in your fantasy lineups. This game is going to go way over the total. And also, too, I think the Titans are getting undervalued here because of Will Levis in here at quarterback. I think they're factoring in some of those garbage Tannehill games. I think Levis is going to come out here and throw the ball all around the yard. Nuke Hopkins is going to go crazy in this game. Rashad White's like an unbelievable fantasy running back this year. And he's if you just take rushing, he's like one of the worst in the NFL. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it really is crazy. Great. Pick he's not. He's a third down back that is. Just an, an every damn every down back for the Bucks. They've just decided they don't want a running back. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's absolutely success wild. with Fournette. Yeah, it's <laughs> and wild. A quarterback like Baker, they're like, nope, we don't want to run it. <laughs> okay. Um, I test game of the week in the NFL for me. The Texans, really good offense. The Bengals, an offense that's really coming around. Once I saw the news that Jamar Chase and Higgins were uh, practicing. I have a feeling they're going to play. Give me the over 47 in this game. The way that Mixon's running the football, the way that the 
Bengals are able to have balance offensively right now. And the way that Burrow's gotten that escapability, he does so well outside of the pocket, really has this Bengals offense humming. And this Texans offense, I don't see it stopping after uh, um, uh, like an under-a-minute drive last week. I think C.J. Stroud keeps it going. The Bengals' pass rush can affect Stroud in this game. I'm going to need the the Texans' offensive line to hold up, but I think if you give Stroud time in this league, I don't think people are figuring him out just yet. The Bengals' defensive coordinator really is a great coach in this league. I'm not worried. Stroud is, I have a lot of confidence in Stroud versus Burrow to be a shootout. Give me over 47. Definitely don't hate the pick. Um, I did see T Higgins is actually officially ruled out because he heard it actually in practice, but I wouldn't be scared off because oh, that the practice Texans, he, he yeah, he got hurt in practice. That's fine. They still got a bunch of receivers in Cincinnati. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't be worried about it even if Jamar Chase doesn't play. The entire secondary for the Texans is on the injury report. The Texans have 22 players right now on their injury report. They're going to be a damn mash unit on defense. I think that the I think I think you're on the right path here. I actually like the pick a lot, Ben. Um, for me, my last pick in the NFL: hold your nose, close your eyes. This is the hold your butt special of the week. Give me the Vikings plus three. First of all. How are the Saints this heavily favored again on the road? The Saints suck, and I will fade them till I run out of money because that will never happen. Vikings Saints, have a pretty good home field advantage, dude. The Vikings, dude. There was more Vikings fans than there was Falcons fans at the game last week. I was wow. absolutely sick being at that, that game. Anyway, the Saints play a lot of man defense, and they really struggle versus running QBs. So I expect Dobbs to use his legs to extend plays. Derek Carr is one thirteen and one ATS is a favorite of three or more points in his last fifteen games. The Saints went from being plus two and a half in the look ahead to minus three. Derek Carr is one six and one ATS with the Saints when the line moves in his favor. On top of that, the Vikings defense continues to trend up. The Vikings now have a top 10 defense and defensive EPA. And Dennis Allen is three 14 and two ATS coming off a win. Derek Carr being this high of a favorite. And Dennis Allen, give me a freaking break. This would be my max play game of the week here. I'm just a little worried about the Vikings wide receiver situation because KJ Osborne and Jefferson are both going to be out in this game. It's going to be all on Jordan Addison and company. So that's what we're rocking with tonight or for the, my final play. Ben, any other bets or anything you want to talk about before we get up out of here? I do have one more in the okay. NFL. I'm going to take a road favorite. Um, Lions coming off a bye. Watching the Chargers have their best pass rush game all season. They were uh who they who they just play the Chargers? The Jets. Jets right? Yeah. Uh they pummeled Zach Wilson. They were up in his personal space the entire night. Cleo Mack is having an unbelievable season this this year. But the Lions do have a really good offensive line this year. We highlighted that uh when we were doing our previews about how good the Lions should be, and it's because of their trench work. David Montgomery seems like he's going to play. I think that's a great back to get back. Now, he may not get the full workload, but I do think that helps the Lions. With Gibbs playing really well right now, just adding a David Montgomery, even if he is on a snap count, I think that's a great thing for the Lions offense. Give me minus three. I think they are so much better than the Chargers. Yeah, I'm actually going to fight you on this one. I'm going to take the Chargers, so you're well, probably going to end. You, yeah, you're probably you going to be Herbert right on this week. one. Yeah, you're probably going to be right on this one since it's me in the NFL, and I've been terrible this year in the NFL. But I actually love this one. This is my rigged game one? of the week here with this Look game. Or no? What'd you say? 
Do you want Chargers plus three on the card? Yeah, give it to me. I was I just hadn't like I hadn't finished the research on it, but I already knew I was going to take this one. This is actually going to be my rigged game of the week. The Lions are the second heaviest side bet by the public this week. Rigged um, game, yeah, of the week. yeah. Do the rig hey, the rigged game of the week's four and zero. We've only had them four times, but they've hit every single time. <laughs> Um, I'm telling you guys, Vegas is making the call. The public went three and zero on their heaviest sides last week. Vegas don't hand out free money at the door. They're coming back for their lick. The Cowboys is the top public game of the week. This is the second one. But on top of the fact of that, that it's the rig game of the week, the Chargers actually in their last three games are top 10 in the NFL and EPA. And currently the Lions are bottom eight in their last three games in EPA. Um, I've got a call. The last time I saw the Lions play a good team, they got absolutely embarrassed in the game against the Ravens. So I'm a little questionable on that. Look, I know the, the Chargers offense barely had 200 yards last week against the Jets. One, the Jets have an amazing defense. And two, call me crazy, but I feel like they didn't try to push the ball on the field and they played super, super conservative because they knew that they didn't really have to do anything on offense to win the game. They just knew they didn't need to turn the ball over and they just needed to to rest their defense a little bit to win the game. They knew Zach Wilson and them were doing shit against them on offense. Chargers defense has kind of turned a little bit of a corner here. So I think that plays a little bit of a factor in here as well. So I'm going to rock with the Chargers, man, as the home dogs. I just feel like that if you had told me at the beginning of the season that I could have had the Chargers plus three against the Lions, this would have been one of my biggest. This probably would have been my NFL game of the year if you had told me this line existed. So I got to take it. Chargers defense the past two games have played the Bears and the Jets. Fair, fair. But listen, just because you play a bad team, it still counts. You still have to – you have to – when you're when you're the record the Chargers have, you don't have to beat bad teams. You have to pummel them. They smothered Zach Wilson with their defense this past week. That's what you have to do. Yeah, 100%. we'll see if they can duplicate it. No, one hundred percent. The injury report looks pretty clean both ways. So Montgomery's yeah, back in practice as well. So no real injuries or anything in that game. So we'll see how it ends up playing out. Uh, ben, you want to recap the picks first, and then we'll get out of here. I did. I just put them away, but I have it. Uh, college football myself, Kansas, I'm buying that to minus three. Kansas State minus 21. Miami at Florida State over 51. Ole Miss at Georgia over 58 and a half. Air Force minus 19 on Veterans Day. Uh, Thomas in college football, Alabama minus 10 and a half. Arizona minus 10. Florida State minus 14. New Mexico State plus four and a half. And Washington minus nine and a half. It's a lot of favorites for you. I feel like you don't take that many favorites usually. And NFL, uh, I'm dogs. In college right. football, I'm all favorites. NFL for myself, Packers at Steelers under 39. Texans at Bengals over 47. Lions minus three. And Thomas, Titans at Bucks over 39. Was that, was he, was that what you said? Yeah. Vikings plus three, Chargers plus three. Let's get this money, guys. At least we know one of me or Ben will win a bet this week since we went head-to-head on the Lions and uh, Chargers game. So at least we know we're not getting reversed. Someone swept. is one to know. Yeah, someone's gonna go, someone's gonna win one this week. Um, anyway, though, guys, we appreciate everyone who tuned in once again to today's podcast. Hopefully, we can make you guys some more money. We're profitable on the season after a rough start. Let's see if we can't keep it going. Ben, it's been a pleasure as always, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. We'll talk to you all again soon.